The end of a life is a sad occasion, but listen as our friend Randy with Stokes, Proc, and Munt and the Cremation Society tells us about how the end-of-life services they facilitate serve a role they do not take lightly. But as we celebrate a person's life and even tell funny stories about them, that's a very healing thing. I mean, if you can take a family that's crying, sobbing, and and get them laughing about the person that died. That's very healing. That's a very important thing, you know. I mean, we take our work very, very seriously. Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media. Scott Montesano back with you. We've got another installment of the Quick Serve Podcast presented by Toys and Ford. Hey, give us 10 minutes. We're going to entertain you for 10 minutes. Hopefully teach you something as well. Go back through, listen to all the previous episodes as well. We, we, we talk cars. We talk family. We talk baseball movies as well. Go back through <laughs> and check out the Quick Serve Podcast. Craig with us as always. Uh, Craig, you guys have uh, obviously a longtime dealership. Uh, dealership yeah. running in the family. This location here has been a been here a couple of years after being in Bloomer. There's one up in Ladysmith uh, as well. Do you guys have another one? Uh, just the two these days. We'll see what uh, the future holds, but just for two right now. But the key thing is here, the people recognize the name. When yeah. people are looking to get a, a used vehicle, a new vehicle, they're looking to add to their vehicle family, if you will, they're looking for a dealer. And I know you want to talk about uh, today things people should keep in mind when they're looking for where they're going to get their vehicle. Yeah, and, and uh, I, you know, I don't say this lightly. We're, we're in our 70th year uh, as a new car dealership. My grandfather founded Toys and Motors back in 1952. So if you do the math, that up, we're in our 70th year. So I, and I think that's an important first thing to look at is, you know, the history of a dealership. And I, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be better just having a long-standing history. But obviously it's a dealership that's weathered the test of time. They haven't ruined their reputation by the fact that uh, – you know they, they've kept their name on it for all these years so that's why when we bought this dealership and it was named bloomer ford for a while which is a great name was for in bloomer but when we moved to chippewa falls we thought we need to attach our name to it because we've worked hard to build our name up and uh let's use that uh let's use the reputation that we've worked hard to cultivate to help spread our brand so people are looking uh they're, they're going to get a vehicle mm-hmm. and they, they they see ads they've got people that give the, they get good word of mouth there's a lot of reputable places in the area you guys of course are obviously very much one of them in the area so now people are thinking well shoot i got all these choices in town and i got this co-worker saying hey this place treats me well and i got this co-worker telling me that this place treats me well mm-hmm. everybody's a little bit different this is a major purchase for a lot of people uh, which I think is probably part of the the dealership there. They they got to feel comfortable in where they go. Oh, that's 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 probably the deciding factor more than anything. And obviously, people love to focus on price, but we have study after study that shows price is not the primary decider. That it's more the comfort level of why they choose to do business with people. But yeah, I, I always we have an old joke that you know the you know all lawyers are trash except for my lawyer. You know, and, and I think a lot of it's just with car dealers too, that people don't like car dealerships. And I, I get it. We've joked about it in the past. There's a reason we have reputations we have. I like to think it's more of a national level rather than a Chippewa Valley level uh, thing. But um, I think most of the people say, well, I don't like car dealers, but my dealer, that's a great dealer. And, and that's a great thing that people feel comfortable where they're doing business. And, and I understand 
when you're spending, you know, $10,000, $20,000, all the way to $60,000, $70,000, it's a big purchase, and a lot of people just aren't going to like that process. But we do what we can to make people feel comfortable, and I think it's important that when you are looking at a vehicle, you do feel comfortable in that process. That's why when we're looking at new vehicles, they're replicable. You can get the same, you know, you could come here and get an F-150. You could go to five other dealers within a 40-mile radius and get an F-152. And you can go across the state of Wisconsin, the state of Minnesota, UP Michigan, Iowa. There's a thousand places to buy a new F-150. That's probably the exact build you want. Why are you going to come do business with us? There's a couple different reasons. You know, one obviously is geography. Hopefully we're close to close by. Uh, Two is obviously price. We just talked about that. Obviously, you want to have a competitive price out there. But the old saying that, that my dad taught me is like, look, if you give everybody enough time, someone's going to be your price. You will never be the lowest price because there's only one person in the country that can have the lowest price on a car. So it becomes comes down to is, are they comfortable? And I think a good place to see are people comfortable is through some online reviews. And, and that's, you know, I I know obviously... There's been all sorts of debate with like Amazon and, you know, review packing or this and that. But I think when you look at online reviews for a place, if there's not a lot of reviews, that's a little concerning. If there's a ton of reviews, that's probably a little concerning too, that maybe we need to look at the accuracy of them. But if there's a nice, healthy amount of reviews, that's a good thing to go off of. And you're going to want to read some of the good news uh, reviews and some of the bad news reviews. And I always think it's helpful to read the horror stories because every dealer's got horror stories. I can tell you a couple here I've had. I, uh, I, don't enjoy going through those horror ones when they happen, but they happen. The question is, how does the dealer respond? And I think if you look at a good, reputable dealer that takes their reputation seriously, you can look at those online reviews, you can see those horror stories, and you can see that the dealers responded and said, well, this is what happened, this is where we dropped the ball, this is where I wish communication was better, this is how we're going to improve on this in the future, we're really sorry that you had a bad experience, we're going to work to do better next time. And I think if a dealer could admit that mistakes were made along the way and things can be improved or lay out the whole story that maybe some side of it wasn't understood or what didn't come across clearly, those are all good things to keep in mind. I know one of the things that I look at uh, when I'm considering, and obviously I've purchased uh, my vehicle from from here, is the service department. Now, if you get an F-150, you can take it to any Ford dealership that's got a good service department. They're going to know what to do with it. And mm-hmm. there's, there's a number of good independent uh, shops as well. But there's, there's something about bringing your car back home, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. If you feel comfortable with that dealership, you become part of the, the, the family, which ultimately is, is, I think, the goal for anybody making a major purchase like this. So I, this is just me there. When you're making this purchase, we keep coming back to this being comfortable and mm-hmm. if you walk to if you walk in some place and you just don't feel comfortable maybe go to another place and maybe you go to that place and you realize you were comfortable someplace yeah. else and i know probably it's like college recruiting there when you get them here on the lot you 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 guys want them to be a, a customer there but sometimes they've got to go somewhere else and come back to realize that you guys are yeah. the right spot and and i've seen that over the years and in, in people that i would call good friends that have bought vehicles here and they've gone away for a, a transaction or two, and uh, we try and keep the door open to have them come back if you know some they want to try another some other brand sometime, or you know it's a rare vehicle they want and we just don't have it. And we've done everything we can. We're going to try best we can to part friends in that because I don't want to burn a bridge. That's the last thing I want to do. Um, so I mean, those people will, will will come in and out of your life, and hopefully they'll come back. And I think it's important to keep continuity, and that's why I, I really take a lot of pride. If you come in our dealership, 
you are going to recognize a lot of the same faces time and time again. Uh, you know, some sales staff have had, you know, I've been on the Ford side here for 13 years now, but we merged some of our Toys and Motor staff in when we when we uh, closed that dealership and sold it. Um, you know, my parts manager's been with me for almost 40 years now. My finance management is for 39. Uh, just had an office manager retire after 35 years. A lot of, and, 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 you know, other guys, you know, I've had a couple of service managers retire out of here that worked for their whole career for us. I mean, those are things I take great pride in that we've built a family where people come to work every day and feel part of a team, feel uh, glad to be here, and this is where they want to retire from. I always tell people when I'm hiring them, I honestly hope this is the last job you ever have because I hate hiring people because I just don't like to have someone new come in here represent my dealership if I don't feel 100% confident they're going to do it the right way. So I take great pride in that, and I think a lot of great stories do take pride in having the same faces over and over and over again that when you come into our service department for your first oil change or your 10th oil change or your 30th oil change, Nate and Al and Cole are going to greet you there, and you're going to recognize them. And uh, Lee, the service manager who's been with us since 1982, is going to know who you are, know your kids, know your car, know your purchase history, know your use, before we even ask the first question of what you're in for today. And we've talked about the physical aspects of it. Uh, let's, let's, let's be blunt there. The online aspects are so important now sure. as well. When somebody's looking for where they're going to get their vehicle from, uh, especially if they are a, uh, uh, an online person like mm-hmm. the vast majority of us are, uh, feel comfortable about the website. Does the website have what you want? Does the website have ability to schedule uh, service appointments? Does the website have the ability to interact with, uh, with various uh, people, sales associates and mm-hmm. what have you? So what you want from an online site don't be afraid to check out the dealership and see if it's got what you want. Yeah, and uh, that's obviously as more and more stuff shifts to online, at least for the initial contact, it's tough to push what your brand is and, and what you're all about. We, we work on that quite a bit, and I, you know, that's where I think it's important to focus on the initial response and see how quality that is and, and what the quality of that initial response is so we know that people are getting the answers they want right away the first time and we can start building that relationship up, ship up from the first time. And I think at the end of the day, when when you're looking, you just want to have that. Uh, this this is a major purchase, and it and it mm-hmm. is. There's nothing wrong with it being a major purchase. So, hey, for me, when I make a major purchase like this, I like having the red carpet out. I like to have a nice structure like you have here. I like to have the landscaping. I like to have you know kind of the. The, the feel, if you will, of yeah. having the red carpet rolled out. It's a big, you know, it's, it's easier for us to say, ah, it's another car sale. But to that person that day, it's one of the top business decisions they'll make their entire life is buying that car. So we want to make sure we, we make that important. And I guess I close up today, uh, Scott, by saying, like I said, someone can always beat your price. We're never going to have the lowest price. There's only one guy in the country can have the lowest price. We don't know who that is. But don't reward bad dealers. Don't reward bad salesmen. That's, that's what I'd say is, you know, someone's always willing to match a car deal or, or at least talk about the idea of matching it. Don't reward the people that are, are not treating you right just because they have the, the deal that you want to have.